This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Here we go again. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Hey, what's up? This is your host, Jesse Carter. Pro Wrestling Shoot. It's about to get exciting. Pro Wrestling Shoot. How long is this going to last? Pro What's going on, guys? Welcome back for another episode of the Pro Wrestling Shoot. I'm so excited. I'm joined with me today, as always, my co-host, James Pinard Jr. What's going on, dude? Dude, what's up? You know, another great week of wrestling, always drama-filled. You know, what's new in this wrestling universe? Another another great week of being rich as well. <laughs> yes, I love sir. being on top, man. I love... I love riding this roller coaster of fame. Um, shout out to MW Productions, who we are currently signed with, and that fat, sweet, sweet money check that we get every single week. Um, yeah, dude, it's been a fantastic week. I'm so excited that um, we get to live the dream, man, and continue to be the greatest podcast going in professional wrestling today. We're the WWE of podcasting, if you will. We're the top of the food chain. Oh, I would compare us to AEW. I mean, WWE is not exactly the best anymore. We we create the best content, so I would say that uh, we're the AEW of podcasting. What do you think? Uh, that works by me, too. <laughs> Little correction there. So before we get started, guys, on the dirt, we have a few announcements. First of all, I want you guys to go and follow us on YouTube because we are going to have some YouTube content. We have two videos up already. Um if you're listening to this, there's a third video up there. Uh, go follow us on YouTube, guys, The Pro Wrestling Shoot. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment on our videos. It helps us greatly in the algorithm, as well as seeing our posts online. If you see us post something on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, Twitter at TPWS Podcast. Um, a, a good like and, and retweet go a long way. We got some new merch up on Brainbuster Tees as well. Go check us out on Brainbuster Tees. Um, support the cause, guys. Um, other than that, um, I want to cover some more Roseland, dude. We had a lot of announcements that we because we recorded so early last week, we didn't get to uh, pull out some of these announcements. But let me uh, go ahead and announce what we had this past week announced for Roseland. We have the Midnight Heat, which I'm really excited about. Drexel is coming to Roseland too. And then we had a match announcement, dude. We had Alex Shelley versus Dalton Castle. What do you think about that? Dude, fantastic wrestling right there. You know, yeah, Alex that's, Shelley, that's gonna be huge. Dalton Castle. Oh my gosh. Dude, that's that's going to be a very interesting match. That's a, for sure. A first time match, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely, man. And then we've also had Titus Alexander announced for Roseland too. And then we had Sonico announced for Roseland too. And just today... Taya Valkyrie, freshly released. It's, what it's, do you think about that? Dude, it's, you know, I don't know how they pulled that off. William and company, man, you guys are kicking ass. Dude, freshly released 
Valkyrie is coming to Roseland too. This is huge, man. What a, what a great announcement and a little update on Dan Housen as well. Um, he will be injured. So the match that he was, um, prepared to be in with the Gaytanic panic is no longer going to take place. There is a surprise replacement for Dan Housen, but Dan Housen will be still appearing in Portland, Oregon, Las Vegas and Pomona, California as GM Housen. James, you called it last week. Dude, GM housing, like, <laughs> it's interesting, you know, you've never had him in this role. They had to put him in some sequence and let him be the general manager for the, for the three nights, you know? W- it, William tweeted out, uh, Dan Housen, are, uh, are you going to announce yourself as the prestige world champion? Please don't. <laughs> oh man, so much classic stuff going on. And then, uh, before we get started on the dirt, one last announcement, guys, we've had, uh, we have not acknowledged, um, Jim Ross, uh, has been diagnosed with skin cancer. So shout out to him. I hope he has a speedy recovery and, and a good recovering process for that. Um, pretty sad news. Um, I, I hope everything goes right with him. We wish him all the well uh, wishes and and throwing all of our love towards Jim Ross, man. Childhood, childhood voice, you know, like we we grew up listening to Jim Ross. So this is a huge huge hit to my heart. I, I hope everything goes smoothly with his radiation. And um, today, Judy Bagwell passed out, so no more uh, Judy Bagwell on a pole matches, unfortunately. I mean, this is sad news, man. My heart goes out to Buff Bagwell and and, and the rest of his family and people who knew Judy. Um, pretty devastating, man. And uh, we had one more thing, and I'll let you announce that, James. Um, obviously, John Moxley and his situation, Tony Khan has acknowledged that he is going to an alcohol uh, alcohol treatment is being done for him. Um, he's got much respect from Tony Khan and, uh, Renee as well. And we here at the Pro Wrestling Shoot are wishing the best for John. Um, you know, it's, it's not an easy thing to overcome and we wish the best for him. And, uh, you know, however long he's going to be out, we here, all wrestling fans acknowledge him and we want him to wish him the best. Absolutely, man. John Moxley is doing a very brave thing and coming forward and getting help, man. Um, if any of you guys ever have been in that situation, you know how he feels. And if you haven't been in that situation and you haven't reached out for help and you are struggling, just get help, man. You're not alone in any situation. I know we joke a lot on the pro wrestling shoot and sometimes we can be cocky for being the best podcast in the world. But in all seriousness, guys, um, this is a huge step for John Moxley. Uh, very very respectful um post from from Tony Khan um acknowledging him uh Renee showing her support everybody in wrestling is showing their support and and the crowd was the biggest response to me man um wrestling fans have truly been pouring in their love for John Moxley and we hope he gets we hope he gets well. I know this takes him out of if you're listening to this from the Pacific Northwest and you had tickets to Defy Wrestling uh November 20th, I do believe it is. He was supposed to be wrestling that night um against Shaft, I do believe. So um it's unfortunate he won't be there, but um at the same time, <laughs> I mean when you need help, you you know, your personal health 
comes first. Exactly. Uh, pro wrestling, pro wrestling, we p- will be put on the back burner. I'm sure John, as soon as he comes back, will will grace the Defy uh, audience again with his presence and has no problem doing so. He loves the independence. So um, this is a huge thing. I just wanted to give a shout out to to all these people and and pour my love to them. On that note, James, let's do the dirt. What do you got for us this week, man? Man, how can I break it down? You know, uh, of course, we got word from multiple sources that there's going to be more releases. And on November 4th, uh, a lot of people's names came out. Of course, obviously, we announced it. Tyre Valkyrie, a.k.a. Frankie Monet, on NXT was released. And we got a bunch of a bunch of names that there was a couple shockers. Um, You know, it's just crazy times, you know. It's kind of like the norm to us when wrestlers get released. Um, you know, there is about, I want to say, at least 20 names or so. Um, on November 4th, the following people were, or following wrestlers, were released from WWE. Uh, Frankie Monet, of course. Amber Moon. Scarlett. One Lorcan. Karrion Cross, Uh, B-Fab from Hit Row. Jesse Kamei. Zeta Ramirez, Trey Baxter, Katrina Cortez, Jeet Rama, Grant Mentalik, Lince Dorado, Keith Lee, Nia Jax, Mia Kim, Harry Smith, and Eva Marie. And there's going to be more names soon that will Dude, be released. Dude, so, so much to dissect here. Okay, Eva Marie is a shocker. Nia Jax, shocker. Keith Lee, shocker. <laughs> uh, the list goes on. I mean, Ember Moon... Um, uh, Killer Cross. You know, these guys were all just built up for no reason, just to be let go. I, I just, I can't. I don't know what's going on in in the works right now with WWE, but this is insane. This is like to me right now, the independence is filling up with with talent, dude. Not only is ROH released all their talent, but now WWE releasing all this talent. This is crazy, dude. Yeah, I mean, when I seen the list, a couple of them were shocker. Nia Jax was probably the big shocker to a lot of people because she seemed untouchable. The number of times she put people at risk, you know, and people wanted her gone. Uh, Keith Lee, you know, he was trying to build himself up. And, you know, they were going different changes with them, calling him Bearcat, Keith Lee. Mia Kim, obviously, that's another shocker. Um, even Marie, that, that's another one. I mean, you know, I don't know what's next. You know, some of these, it's like, it's like WWE wanted to put all these guys in ridiculous positions, right? Um, carrying cross and, and Keith Lee name change after name change, not for carrying cross, but gimmick change after gimmick change for him. It's like they're burying these guys. They're taking down the value. They're taking down the value, and then they're just shoving them back out into the wild. And I, I just, especially I, before shocked, the holidays, man. that's the thing. You got Thanksgiving around the corner. You got Christmas, and you guys. So, what do you think you is know, the, this? Has to they have to be gearing up for something? There's like they have to be gearing up for a sale. There's there's no other explanation for it. They're, they've released so much. They're doing so many budget cuts. What is the purpose for this other than you know, the sale of the, the great the great mind of Vince McMahon just has something in his sleeve? Is he panicking? No, I don't think so. You know, he wouldn't be releasing all these people if he was panicking and he's not. 
Um, you know, there's been rumors that, you know, we got word that Arwich had a lot of debt and there's been talks that Vince McMahon might want to buy him out. Um, I, I have no, so let's, let's release, let's release all these great stars in your company. Ember Moon alone and Nia Jax was a shocker too, but I think that Nia, I have a feeling that Nia Jax will be back. I don't think that that's the end of her WWE mm-hmm. run. I feel like if they're going to bring back anybody, it's going to be her and probably Eva Marie as well. Um, I don't. I just, it's just so weird, you know. Like the Eva thing too is is just so even, out of left field, man. Even they, the, they they invest so much into this chick time after time and release her again and again. Like exactly, it just, it just blows me away, dude. Yeah, I don't know if Vince just going for the appeal with her. You know, same with Bfab. Like you know. She's been criticized. Her wrestling was not that great on NXT, and she was on Hit Row. And Hit Row is a very talented faction. And they well, released well, her. Look at they Harry just Smith. brought the, they just brought the team. They just drafted into SmackDown, and she's in the intro of the song. Now she's no longer there. Now it just feels very empty, you know. Yeah, well, well, think think of uh, Harry Smith too. He didn't even get a fucking match in in this run. No, <laughs> this is and crazy. then you know even the ones like I think uh, it was either Grand Grand Metalik or Lince Dorado requested a release a while back, and they got denied. Now they got what they wanted. So. You know, Kalisto obviously got his release, you know, some time ago. And now let's see where they go. Um, you know, Keith Lee and Mia Kim, obviously, you know, they're with each other in real life, of course. Um, see where their yeah. adventures are. Um, yeah, Nia Mia Jax, Kim is another great talent, man. I, it, you know, they, they struck her down as soon as retribution became a thing. Yeah, they they practically just washed her when she went when they did the retribution thing. That's it. They didn't do much with her. Very fantastic talent in NXT. Um, Keith Lee, we know his issues um, with you know with all his situation. Um, yeah, I think uh, honestly, like at all, there's the a lot of words going in the back too about vaccination status. Um, yeah, sounds sounds a little ridiculous, but. Um, I think that's just covering their ass, but you know, I, I, I don't I was, know. I was also hearing in the rumor in the rumor mill that they were about to let go of Sasha Banks for not getting vaccinated, and then, then she did get vaccinated. Yeah, well, you know, I have my different opinion with her. You know, obviously with us attending SummerSlam and not seeing her in attendance, I don't know what the reasoning is, but you know, I think that was the reason. It, it could have been the reasoning. It could have been because that. she hadn't been vaccinated. Yet. Yeah, that's know, why we didn't see her at SummerSlam. You know, but um. Who knows? Nia Jax, I mean, you know, I, I mean, they said what? I think four out of the five, four out of five, I can't remember, um, that were released because of the vaccination issue. Um, I mean, I'm somewhat surprised by that that I'm not. I know at first WD wasn't really big on the vaccination thing. I know Kevin Owens was very tough on this when they were instituting masks and they weren't really doing it as much. They had their mini breakouts. Um, it's crazy with all these releases, you know, that they're just doing this. And then you got contracts running up as well. I mean, you know, I don't know what's next. It's kind of just surprising. Like, we're always shocked with these releases. You know, I'm, I'm wondering who's next on the list. Well, uh, I heard that 10, 10 were saved, I guess. There were supposed to be 10 more released. Um 
no idea what's going on, dude. I'm sure this isn't the end of these releases. It was said that they had over 100 NXT stars. So you got to think, man, when AEW first built up, these guys spent all their time building up this roster of people. There was no way of giving all of these guys television time. So they just wanted to clear the independence of talent so that AEW didn't grab anybody for their for their opening. So WWE has everything coming to them, man, when it comes to AEW taking their shots, I guess. You know, I, I'm not a fan of, like, AEW focusing on WWE. But at the same time, you know, when, when you keep firing back at them, you know, shit comes back tenfold. So if WWE doesn't focus on their product right now and the stars that they got now and do something different and fire that fucking writing team, then they're, they're going to lose this, this marathon is what they call it. This is a marathon because eventually AEW is just going to keep getting better and better, man. I don't see them getting bad. Uh, all their shows are entertaining. We got full gear right around the corner, which we're going to be covering next week. Um, it'll be a little late on us recover because uh, by the time this releases, uh, full gear will he be had be done. But um, we we will be f- covering that on the following episode. There's just no time in our week to to pop on here on a Sunday and and review uh, full gear. So and we're not going to review it. We're just going to talk about it. Uh, you know, I I just don't see WWE doing any right moves i mean it doesn't have this at this fucking point dude it doesn't even matter if they sell their company um whoever they sell it to if that's the case and they sell it the company's still going to be shit because they're not doing anything cool to captivate a wrestling audience like the wrestling audience is changing and they're all switching to tnt right now so uh, it's, Vince, it's, Vince it's needs bad to make right some major when you major have, changes it's bad right now when you have your main star roman show up on SmackDown and say, I'm off for one week on SmackDown and the show sucks. It's worse than Raw. Like, I don't know if you even should be saying that line on TV to practically be saying that with all these releases. I mean, you had releases back in April, you know. I mean, geez, who, who's who's left? I mean, there's not going to be much left. I mean, you, well, the, you have Kevin Owens' I, contract coming do, up. They do have a good roster still. Of course. WWE still has a good roster. The problem is, is they fucking loaded up on too many. That's the thing. It was too many yeah, people, exactly. dude. And you can't and get they the only did that just to keep them out of AEW. That is the problem. It's like this company is like so confusing. You kind of hold some of these guys hostage. They want to be released. You hold them because you're afraid of AEW. Now they're just spurting them out. You know, they, they, they don't know how to function. You bring too many superstars to go up and then you put them in a shitty situation. Karrion Cross is one of them because you looked at him as a, you know, well, what you did in XT was fine, but we want you as a marketing thing. You know, we want you to be like an action figure, a toy. Oh, but Scarlet can be involved. You know, it's, it's, it's just crazy how they're doing this marketing thing. Like sometimes I just feel like they don't focus on the wrestling. It's just more so the stocks, you know. They're doing what they can. I don't necessarily think that the wrestling is bad, but they do there, do a lot some of good. fuckery finishes. It's just some. Some of these guys and, don't get the opportunities. And the the, the and show you, is just too overproduced for one. And for two, they don't have anything that's compelling for these guys. That's the problem. There's nothing that's compelling on, on the show except for Roman Reigns and, and the, the whole the whole tribe. You know what I mean? Like that's 
that's the only thing good that's going on, really. I mean, you got Arcade Bro, but it's still all silly stuff, dude. I feel like I'm going back into that terrible era that WWE was once the golden era was done. Conrad was talking about that last week. You know what I mean? When we had, you know, Duke the Dumpster Drossy and, you know, the Godwins and all the, you know what I mean? Like that real terrible era that was right before the Attitude Era started breaking out. I feel like that's where WWE is sitting right now. It's too cartoony. It's, you know, I understand they're pitching this to kids, but it doesn't need to be completely cheeseball. Exactly. They need to do it's, something it's, compelling. Yeah. I mean, you're not, and geez, I, I, you know, will, will there be some good to this of them releasing <laughs> this amount of people? I can't think of a year in wrestling that they released this many people in a long, long time. Like, no. I don't think there's ever been anything like this. This is just, you know, I mean, could it be possibly that they're going to sell the company? Maybe, you know, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I still go back to that line where Vince McMahon threw it when he got do you, asked. Do of, you realize that right now there are more free agents, more great talent that are free agents right now than there was back in 2001 when WCW oh, was of fought? Of course, of course. You know, Isn't it, that insane it, to think about? It's crazy to think about. I mean, for God, you know, we, we still speculating on certain superstars that have been released that we're wondering where they're going. Bray Wyatt's been one of them. We don't know where he's going. Obviously, Braun, you know. Well, we'll see this Sunday at Full Gear if he we'll shows up happens. because he's I definitely mean, free now. I mean, geez, I mean, Tyo Valkyrie is now going to Prestige. That's how quick That's it went. That's fucking like, awesome. I, you know, I'm so happy for that. I am great. I'm grateful for that. You know. And I'm grateful that some of these, some of these talents that are released are probably – happy about this they're probably you know they they just have to stay positive you know what that's I mean? all but you I, can I would do. recommend don't go on social media and burn bridges because eventually some of these people will be back um i i i don't think that this is the end of their you know if they still hope to be in wwe that is they've already gotten a taste of what wwe is like i don't see carrying cross ever going back um he because he had that full taste of what was what was to come of his gimmick. Same uh-huh. with Keith Lee and Mia Yim. I don't see them going back as, as well, but I do see Eva Marie and Nia Jax going back. So as long as some of these guys are respectful and, 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 you know, don't go on social media and explode. I understand this is a hard time. It sucks getting fired. I've been there. Um, it's just not, you know, it's not the end of the world. Stay positive, man. There are lots of good things and good opportunities out there for professional wrestlers right now. So, this is a big this is a big thing, dude. Like you just said, uh, Valkyrie's coming to prestige. So now the Pacific Northwest fans look at this as a win because now we get to see her in a great event, not you know scripted to WWE's liking, but we get to see her in her her own element, which is probably exactly. where her comfort zone is. Some of these stars, you know, I've stated this multiple times, like you know. Like, for example, Miro, you know, a lot of people bashed it, you know, saying, oh, well, you know, Rusev wasn't that big time over. I'm like, yeah, but you heard the crowd. They just didn't give an opportunity because they looked at it as, oh, well, you're not a big selling market. Yeah, you're selling shirts, but we don't see it that way. You don't, you know, and I'm glad for some of these superstars that have been released. Um, You know, they get another chance to go somewhere else, you know go to their full-on potential, not be shuffled around. You know, that was the problem with the main roster. A number of fans would ask, and I was one of them, like, 
hey, when's this person going? When's this person going? The problem is they oversaturated the rosters too much. They, um, you know, and then you don't have any room to shine. Karen Cross is one of them. There was too many people on the roster, and you put them in this crappy predicament. You did even showcase them with Scarlet, like many fans. This is a former NXT champion that you just threw under the bus. Same with um, Keith Lee. That's another one. You know, um, I don't Ember know. Moon. Ember, Ember Moon, Moon is going to be was very strong somewhere her. else. I was very strong for her. Me too, dude. And, she's, fan- she's fantastic. You know, she has the look. You know, she had the ring attire, the entrance music. You know, she has number of possibilities to go. Scarlet's already taking in bookings. Obviously, Frank Monet did. Um, you know, Grand Metalik, Lynn Dorado, they have so many options. They might go to AAA. I mean, they're, they're still good. They're very talented luchadors. I mean, they had them in a the crappy gimmick, you know, the lucha house party. That was terrible. Um, you know, Harry Smith was another one. I don't remember call him being on TV, maybe on, you know, he hasn't not, not on this run. He hasn't. That's the thing. Like this is his second run in WWE. He didn't even get to come on TV this time. Like he was hired back and just released. They didn't even do anything with him. You know, B fab. I, you know, I mean, you practically break up a faction. I don't understand. Like, I, I guess they just, I guess Vince's thing is I don't like factions. I don't like managers. Dude, it's it's you got to make some changes. Like you're kind of- well, we'll we'll let you guys decide. Um, what 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 does the listeners think? You know what I mean. Hit us up on our social medias. Hit us up on our YouTube and let us know what you think of these releases. Um, what do you think the future looks like, man? Jay, on that note, James, this next segment I'm not excited about. Um, we're gonna take a short break. And then we'll be back with the phone call segments uh, with the call-ins. The last two weeks has not gone so well, so I'm hoping this week is a little bit better. And I hope that MW Network will uh, sort out the bullshit because this is just getting old. Um, You guys enjoy the rest of the show. Christopher Daniels, National Treasure, Inspiration to Children Everywhere, and you're listening to Pro Wrestling Shoot. Welcome back to another episode of the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Today I want to talk about everybody's favorite wrestler nowadays, and that's CM Punk. Um, I don't feel I'm alone in thinking that uh, everything has been all hype for CM Punk lately, but... My reaction, man, is that I just don't feel he's given us what we've missed out of Punk. I don't feel his promos are on point. I don't feel he's as exciting to watch when it comes to promos anyway. I like his in-ring stuff. I think he's getting better in the ring. But um, I want to talk about that promo with Eddie Kingston this week. What did you What did you think about that, James? You know... I had to rewatch it like twice and Eddie Kingston, of course, was going to be the bigger hype man. Um, you know, Punk was just like throwing the cheesy lines in there on him, you know, calling him a bomb, you know, oh yeah, I'll fight you on dark or elevation. It just seemed very WWE-ish, you know, I was expecting that, you know, the CM Punk like, you know, of course I know he's obviously as a face, you know. He's been on this well back, you know, welcome back tour for who knows weeks and weeks and weeks. I mean, right, you know, his run, you know, yeah, we're excited that he's back, but you know, they they they're dropping the ball. 
you know, they, it was just like week after week after week coming for, you know, just to prove a promo in a ring. The one time we want him to do something against probably one of the best talkers in AEW, you just have him like just do like phony lines. And then the typical thing, the thing that made me cringe, like when he's asking St. Louis, do you guys want me to fight Eddie Kingston? I'm like, do you really have to put that in there? You know, it's, you know, draw some heat, dude. I mean, look, Kingston's part of this promo was good. I liked Kingston's, but Kingston's just a natural promo. And he's been, you know, he hasn't been gone for seven years as well. I just feel like CM Punk's promo, dude, is dead to me. Like, it is definitely not what we're getting well, or what we were getting in the WWE. You're not dropping those bombs, if you will. No, you're, no. You're and he's not, in, he, you're not up to par. He just, you're, you know. He just doesn't seem as serious to me about it. You know what I mean? He's like, I understand some fans are, are in love with this CM Punk that's happy-go-lucky every day. Um, I don't want that from Punk. You know what I mean? As a matter of fact, his his excitement level has just gone completely down for me. I don't tune into AEW to see CM Punk anymore. Like it's just not uh, it's not something I care about. I feel like him coming in and challenging all the new guys to me was not something that most wrestling fans will want. Don't get me wrong; the hardcore wrestling fans are eating this stuff up. They're loving it, but for me. Um, not having this guy, <laughs> the the way they built this guy up was that he was going to come in and be this huge contender, right? That was what we were looking for, but it, it just hasn't been that way <laughs> yet. You know what I mean? I, I'm excited to see his match. Um, I, I'm excited to see the match this Sunday at full gear or sorry, this Saturday at full gear, um, with Eddie Kingston, but I love watching Eddie Kingston. You know what I mean? I'm not watching that to to glorify CM Punk. I'm watching it for Eddie Kingston. So there's a big difference, man. I just feel like you got your, you know, Brian Danielson is, is is always coming in and wrestling all these other guys and giving us great matches. Um, but Brian Danielson is known for giving us great matches. So there's the difference. He's coming in and doing what we knew he was going to do. CM Punk came in and everybody expected something else from him, right? They were excited to see him wrestle, which I was too. And I still am. I like seeing, I like seeing him in the ring. There's That's not changed. But when it comes to his promo, dude, it's just long gone for me. It is nothing like it was in WWE. Not to say that that won't change. But for right now, it's just not there for me, dude. Yeah, you know, like, it doesn't really reflect, like, you know, whether he's a face or a heel. You could still drop a damn pipe bomb, you know. AEW's on a different surface level than a typical WWE booking. And, you know, it just very, it felt very soft with him and Eddie, you know, especially from Punk. Eddie was, like, right on the par, you know. He got, like, straight to the top about, you know, the reason I didn't come out here Last week, you know, because I was over here trying to prevent somebody from getting COVID, you know, and he just going off on him, you know, he even did his shots, you know, I did even like Punk didn't even throw a shot, nothing at all. It was just a simple, you know, bashing Eddie, you know, saying that you're not up to my level. 
We it just seemed you. it just seemed it just seemed super corny from every time that Punk hopped on the mic on during that exchange just seemed super you know, corny to me. Am I excited to see Punk wrestle? Of course, but he's known for his promos. That's what got him on the damn map. Was that one promo in Las Vegas going off on the McMahon's? No, well, don't get know. me wrong. He's always been a good wrestler. Yeah, like exactly. I've always loved his wrestling. I would just even like, back if in you're going to have days. a promo battle, you need to, you know, give the fans what they want. You have to just. Practically, you know, practically go like a rap battle. Go hard on it. Not, you know, be the... It just felt very, very WWE booking-ish the way he went at it. Like I said, it's... I don't know if it was... He, I think he's face. just leaning to towards that that fan favorite style promo. That, that baby face promo that everybody just can't stand. We want realism, man. Like, if you're, you know, if you're going to show your... Because I know CM Punk's good for it. CM Punk can give us that attitude. Oh, yeah. I don't know right now. I just his or Tony's, you know, like the welcome back to our. Okay. I don't, you know, probably the first couple weeks it was like, okay, you want to see CM Punk. That was the main topic, right? Now it's, it's kind of dropped the ball. You know, now you just like, I mean, for God's sakes, they made a meme off the guy to, you know, like, hey, what's he going to do this week? Oh, he's on promo. Hey, what's he going to come out this? Oh, he's going to do commentary. You know, maybe challenge somebody or someone challenges him and, you know, it just fit. It's just not him, not to his par that he can go to. Um, are we going to expect some changes sometime? You know, it probably is going to go to a point where he's a heel and he might just go off. I just, you know, the welcome back thing needs to go away. He's very fan favorite, like you said. He's doing that. Typical well, maybe thing. this Eddie Kingston thing will bring it out of him. We'll see, we'll see what happens this this week on Dynamite. Um, by the time you guys are listening to this, Dynamite's probably already over. Uh, I think we're going to drop this on Thursday. We're currently recording Monday, but um, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe something else will come up of it on Dynamite. I mean, but as of right now, what we've seen on Rampage. Um, Eddie Kingston, there's just something about him that is real. You know what I mean? It comes from the heart. He's been down in the in, in the dumps, man. Like he he's lived that street life. You know what I mean? And, and it's something that personally I can relate to when it comes to Eddie Kingston. So when I see him in the ring and I see hear him cutting these promos, it's very, very real to me, man. That's what I love about Kingston, man. I can really connect with him. It's very genuine from the heart. The first very. time he showed up on on Dynamite was when he challenged Cody and practically went off on Cody and said, you know, I had to bust my ass off to get here while you're over here living your father's last name. You know, that was the very first time I didn't know who the hell he was, you know, and the dude is awesome. Like the promo work, the ring work, it is, you know, um, even the speech he had for when Brody Lee passed away, that hit me very hard because he's just, he's a, he's a down to earth guy and says how it is. Like, you know, I mean, they used to do the BTE skits where they would want him to do a promo. I can't remember what it was. I think it was like do a promo on a Skittle or something like that. And the dude went hard. I want to see yeah. Punk go like that, you know, and I don't know if it was just a one-off thing. I know he can go off. He's he's just a talking personality, man. Kingston really has it in him. Um, they got some cool merch for Kingston, too, if you haven't seen it. I, I don't know if you've seen some of his merch on, on the AEW side. It's really cool, man. Speaking of merch, cheap plug, the Pro Wrestling Shoot has merch, man. Go and check it out on BrainBusterTees.com. 
Um, that's our cheap plug for this video, man. If you guys are listening on the podcast, I know you can't see that, but uh, go check us out on YouTube and subscribe at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Like the video, comment, all that jazz. Helps us out in the algorithm, guys, a lot. Um, but yeah, this is obviously just a little piece of our podcast that we like to put on YouTube. Um, the full shows drop every Monday, so go check those out. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, wherever you guys get your pie. We're everywhere, so just go go check it out. Let us know what you think of the, the full show. But yeah, man, I mean, speaking of Brody Lee, did you catch that stuff with Kalisto too on on a uh, Twitter where, uh, where Kalisto was, yeah, was, um, kind of wrote this complimentary thing to, to Brody and, and something that was very touching. And then Chris Jericho had to go on there and run his mouth. And, and then, uh, Amanda got on there and kind of ripped him a new asshole. And it was, <laughs> it was all bad, man. What, what, what were your thoughts on that? I thought, I thought what Kalisto was saying was, was coming from the heart, but, um, we live in a cancel culture world now, man, where yeah, everybody's going to get called out on their stuff. So, yeah, especially with Amanda like ripped him a new ass, you know, Jericho did just for a misspelling error. You know, I thought it was very genuine, but you know, think people take things differently. I mean, I think Absolutely. it was Miro that did the same thing. He wrote, was it Miro that wrote Brody Lee in a different way? He, he misspelled it and no one got in his ass about it, you know. Um, yeah, maybe Kalisto had some sort of heat with uh, Chris Jericho back in the WWE days. I don't know. Yeah, I, who knows? We don't know the backstage scene. So, you know, I guess, for God's sakes, a spell in there could just be the thing that draws people. But Kalisto didn't have his, his best, uh, what was it, his best debut match, yeah? yeah. I, I heard it was. I heard it was kind of, I didn't watch it, but I heard it wasn't that good. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's why he's in AAA, so... You know, what's I don't know. It's just kind of like, you know, once I first saw the story, I'm like, we're really bitching about a misspelling error. And then Amanda drew through him. What did he through, spell it as? It was just it was John like J O H N, right? Instead of J O N. Yes. And that was just a big thing, <laughs> which, look, I, you know, I, I would not take anything like serious from that. I mean, but, you know, I, I don't know how to take it. You know, I about guarantee that Brody Lee would probably not have had a problem with that. Everyone else, yeah, it just depends. On <laughs> I feel the like people. they just made a big deal out of nothing, but I don't know, man. The, this whole topic has been about CM Punk um, and some of the things you know. I feel like they're dropping the ball with on CM Punk. Don't get me wrong; I'm a Punk fan, man. I loved him in WWE. I loved him in ROH. Uh, I was ex- I was really excited when he came up to WWE and he started in the ECW brand, which was crap but i mean he, it got better for him the uh, straight edge society was one of my favorite favorite uh gimmicks that he ran and then of course you know everybody's aware obviously of the famous pipe bomb which is not what we're getting now <laughs> so i'm hoping that it gets a little bit better before uh full gear ends maybe this maybe this feud will keep going a little bit who knows man but that's that's what i feel like cm punk needs is a good feud to bring that and out this of could him. be the one i mean it could Eddie be Eddie throwing the line of you know what you left for seven years how about requit again and leave for seven years and that really got to him so w- let's see yeah, i mean maybe absolutely. he needs to maybe he just needs some heat under his ass to get it going 
you know, maybe he goes heel. We don't, we'll just have to see and find out on Saturday what's going on. Well, until then, guys, check us out on all of our social medias. Um, it's the Pro Wrestling Shoot on Facebook and uh, Instagram. And then at Twitter, it is TPWS Podcast. And, you know, support each other, man. You know, on, on Twitter, we got a lot of podcasts that follow us. And they don't really like to support very much of anybody. <laughs> it's, it's just I feel everyone like for themselves. <laughs> I feel like we're back in high school when it comes to this Twitter community, man. It's super toxic. It's super, I don't know, man. There's something about Twitter that I just can't stand. Instagram it shows us love all day, all night. Uh, shout out to all of our day one listeners that, that follow this podcast, not only on YouTube, but everywhere else that we've been doing it for the last year and a half. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited about where we're going. We got some cool stuff, uh, along the way, you know, sponsoring prestige wrestling, um, Roseland to Portland, Oregon, February 20th. It's going to be an awesome event. Uh, if you're in the Pacific Northwest, come and check it out, come meet us, Come buy some merch or come hang out with us. You know, it's uh, whatever you guys want, but it's going to be a fantastic event. So if you're in the area and you're not checking that out, um, I feel bad for you because you're going to be missing out on something special. Uh, Prestige is coming back hard. If you haven't seen the card, man, uh, follow them on Twitter at Wrestle Prestige. Go check out that Roseland two card, man. It's stacked. I can't. It's. I'm not even going to announce everything on this video because we've already done it previously on this podcast. If you're listening on the audio version, you already know what we're talking about. So go and check that out. Follow our social medias. Go buy some merch from us. Support this video by liking, commenting your thoughts on what we said about CM Punk and AEW, and uh, share it, man. Subscribe. Get notified when we make new videos. We're dropping new videos, hopefully every Thursday. That's what I aim for. Uh, sometimes, you know, I'm still a little rusty on my video video editing, so we'll see how that goes if the video wants to cooperate with me or not. But until then, man, I'm Jesse Carter. He's James Pernard Jr., and we will see you guys on the next segment on the audio version. Peace. Well, James, it's that time of the week again, and do I do I dare ask who the network is set up as a caller this week? For the love of God, please, it better not be. Let's just let's just get through this. <laughs> okay, caller on the other line. Uh, what is your question for the pro wrestling shoot? Uh, uh, hello. Oh, motherfucker! Are you serious? Damn it! What are you, damn it? For hey, listen. Now, last week I wasn't done talking to you, you son of a bitch. You, you cut me off. I wasn't done talking to you, Mitch. You? How in the fuck what? did you get on this line again? Um, <laughs> M M M W Podcast Network. You guys have got to do something come on, about this. Come on, Network is X. Hey, right. hey, hey, hey. You know what? I don't I don't give a damn about any of that. I I want to talk to James. That's who I want to talk to. Can you well, hear me? Oh, the floor is yours, James. Yeah, we, we hear you loud and clear for the third effing time. So uh, all right, look. I I 
appreciate you threatening me last week. I'm I'm a man, and you you gonna treat me and respect me like a man. You understand me? They don't raise uh, no they don't raise no man over there, not where you live. Uh, are you, you you disrespectful son? Let me tell you something. I'll take you out back, and I I put a whooping on you, boy. Mitch, do you I work? Do you work, Mitch? What? Like it seems like you call every single time. You have nothing else to do but just shoot on us for whatever reason. You got an obsession with me, the podcast. What do you do for a hey, living? Look, I work out back. I raise my hogs and my chickens. That's what I do. That's what I do. What, what do you do besides sit there on your ass and 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 talk about? Talk about something you don't know about. Huh? Where you give me? Isn't this isn't break. this the same guy that has not watched AEW bases it on someone else's perspective that watches it? Like you're gonna come on here and tell us what is and what isn't good wrestling and don't even watch the product, for God's sakes. Because because I know I've been a wrestling fan for, uh, for all my life. All right, and I know what's good wrestling. What's your favorite wrestler there, Mitch? Mid-South wrestling. My favorite wrestler? Favorite wrestler. Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's my favorite wrestler. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. You got damn right it is. You you damn right. You know who my favorite wrestler is? Let me tell you something, me and him. My current favorite favorite wrestler is Cody Rhodes, sir. Who the hell is that? You know damn well who Cody Rhodes is. Uh, Best best main event headlining former AEW TNT champion. Well, I don't know nothing about AEW. Let me just tell you something (laughs) right now. Me and Stone Cold, we're all lying in common. We're all lying in common. We don't take no bullshit off nobody. And I'm coming back to you, James. I'll take you out back. And I will stump a mud hole in your ass. Stone Cold Steve Austin style. Mm-hmm. You got it? Yeah. I guess that uh, wherever the hell you're from, Alabama or, you know, you guys don't know anything. Right. Like, you need to watch the product, dude. You need to watch the product, Mitch. I think, you know, I think, I think we need Rusty's perspective because, you know, <laughs> Maybe Rusty's more Mitch, I, than How you. in the hell are you getting on this show every week? That's none of your concern, all right? No, it is Let my me. concern because you're running it through the podcast email. Um, MW Podcast Network is is approving these, and something fishy's going on. How in the fuck do you end up on our show three weeks in a row? me you're the one that come on our show talking shit so how do you have gripes with us not to mention the fact like how is rusty taking all this i mean you keep mentioning that he was the one that told you how aw is he listens to the podcast i think we need to hear rusty on here instead of you being the bigger rusty don't want to talk to you 
What are you I think he's more intelligent than you. He at least watches the product. What? Rusty's more smart than you. I'll be damned. The hoes and chickens are probably smarter than you, for God's sake. Well, I do believe he said hogs, not hoes there, James. Well, he's acting like a hoe. <laughs> well, I'll be damned. Well, let me tell you something. I, I demand respect. Okay, well, this is the wrong way to come about it. You don't come on our show demanding respect. You come on here as a guest, so you show us some respect. Whatever they do in your part of the town, they don't do that here in the West Coast. Yes, my ass. I want the respect that I deserve, and I want you to respect the WWE. I respect the WWE. They paved the way for all all those sons of bitches. Yeah, they're also releasing all those sons of bitches. So. Yeah, left, yeah. uh, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about there, but, but I, I sounds like you really keep up with the product. I, what I watch every week. Yeah, <laughs> oh, what happened this week? past week? Yeah, what happened? Or did you watch the top uh, ten highlights? Uh, uh, you shut the hell up! I'm talking to him. You, you, that's your problem. You you keep butting in, butting in on this on, on an A and B conversation. All right, I so think that they created a boy. block. They created a block button for a reason. I think we're gonna have to uh, yeah. see to it that MW Podcasting Network finally uh, does their job and blocks this guy from the pro wrestling. Okay, all right, all right, we're gonna have right. to be. You gonna block me? Yeah, huh? yeah. You gonna yeah. you gonna fucking block me? Yeah, we're about to ban you from uh, everything. Yeah. The execs, pro wrestling I shoot think you does. guys know what to do. You guys, come on, execs. You guys All know right. what to do right now. All right, well, hold on one second. Because I got a confession to make. All right. My name ain't Mitch. You know what I'm saying? I guess we do now. Do you know what I'm saying? This motherfucker. I knew that voice sounded familiar. <laughs> oh. oh man, you just y'all fell for the look. You motherfuckers conspiring to keep me off the fucking show. You motherfuckers are acting like I ain't the star of this shit. You acting like I ain't gonna find a way to be on the show every week. <laughs> they mean the network. I'm working with the network, bro. What and are you talking about? What kind of bullshittery are you talking about? They're patching me into the show every week because they know that I'm the star of this shit and I'm the one that's going to bring in the ratings. You know what I'm saying? I'm the one that's going to raise the viewership. I'm the one that's going to gonna get the people to listen. You know what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen of the pro wrestling shoot, if you don't know, this is Chris Williams on the line who has been you damn right pretending to be Mitch <laughs> this entire time, running his mouth like we haven't been trying to get this guy a part of this show forever. 50 and now you're episodes. Te- and now you're telling well, me that the network is working with you? You did. Hell yeah. You say you're trying to get me a part of the network forever. Maybe you. But this cook James has been going behind the scenes trying to keep me off the show. So, you know so? what? I'm going to find so? a way on it. 
So that, that's tell me right. this. So th- then you had something to do with all those phone recordings that's been ending up on our on our podcast every week. Isn't that right? You damn right. So you lied because to me. I had to get you to see and open your eyes, man. This dude, James, is holding the show down, and I'm going to do something about it. I mean, it's plain and simple. So from now on. All you're doing right now is hurting the show, man. You're probably you ain't disrupting, helping us. disrupting us. You're just wasting other people's calls that could have been been called in, and you're overtaking the show. Well, You're taking it from our well, actual listeners. Well, this is all I'm going to say is from now on, I'm going to be on the show. And there ain't a goddamn thing that you can do about it. What are you ta- how, how are you going to be on the show? The network's going to put me on the show, whether you like it or not. So What does that even mean? You'll find out next week. <laughs> I think we're going to have to have a talk with the execs. <laughs> Jesus, you really... Talk you, all you want. You really, you really uh, fucked us over this time, Chris. I can't believe this, man. All this time that we've been friends. Uh, you, well, you, really, you really disappointed me. Well, disappoint these nuts. I'm out. That's this motherfucker. POS, man. Dude, I'm so disappointed in this guy. And man, I just maybe, you know, we should have read the 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 fine print on this contract. You know, says most most of the compensation will be going to CW. I thought that was for some reason the 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 TV network or something. But, yeah, Channel 5 or something, but I guess you know, it meant for Mr. Cheap Heat, Mr. Mr. Blabber over there, Chris Williams, or we got to do something, man. We can't let this guy just come in and take over our show. This is ridiculous. Our audience doesn't even know who the fuck Chris Williams is. I think we need to blast Mr. Williams. Uh, something's something's got to happen, man. But this I don't. Is, this is. I don't think he needs the attention. This is just as bad as the fucking wrestling community, man. It's it's just getting it's getting ridiculous for me, um, you know. Just as toxic as that that Twitter community, fucking it's, cancel it's culture, cancel culture, the the whole wrestling war thing. It's just turning into a big ass joke. Just enjoy wrestling as is. What you like, you like for themselves. I mean, we can't keep fucking. We can't keep comparing of who had better tributes. Or, you know, who's taking care of their superstars? It's just turning into a joke fest. Social media is just a big toxic waste of crap. Just a, I'm just glad they didn't have this back in the day. I wish they didn't have it nowadays. But, you know, that's just the way things are. Can you imagine how it would have been if we would have given all these marks a voice for themselves back in the Attitude Era? WCW. These snowflakes wouldn't last a minute. I mean, all the bashing on Hogan and Eric Bischoff and all the booking mistakes and 
highlight reels and man, it would have been a disaster. Well, we just got to keep pushing forward, man. I mean, I guess, you know, Chris Williams has claimed that he's going to be a part of this show in some way. Um, I don't see how that's going to happen, but the network has spoken and that's who they want on the show. And I'm, I'm assuming they're going to make it happen since they do all the production for this show. Now I miss doing the production, man. I'm so D DIY. Uh, I created all the logos, everything, everything that we have done for the pro wrestling shoot has all been created by uh, my creativity and my hard work. And now I just feel like this guy is coming in and stripping all that away. You know, we are over here busting our ass off. This man has been on what? Maybe a couple episodes. If that maybe getting a couple cameos, you know, practically from his phone doing his little two minute review of something. And that's it, you know, and the network somehow found him over entertaining compared to us. When we've been here since day one, busting our ass off. And this is what we get. Yeah. Well, I think it's safe to say that the pro wrestling shoot is no longer going to be doing the call-ins. Um, to the podcast, um, I have now blocked the email for for any uh, requests for the call in. Um, if you guys have a question for us, just hit us up on our social medias. Um, we'll read them on there. We've already, you know, at the Pro Wrestling Shoot on Facebook and Instagram and TPWS Podcast at Toxic Twitter. You can check us out there. And uh, yeah, you guys have anything that you want to talk about? Uh, just let us know and we will shout you out on the podcast, I guess, because we're not letting you call in. I'm not taking the chance of having another one of these fucking clowns call and ruin our show, James. Yeah, we don't want another Chris Williams showing up on our show or Rusty or whatever the hell you want to call it. We don't we don't need them trolls in here. We've already have enough on social media. We don't need more on the sh taking over our show. Yeah, man, I guess we'll. Next week, we'll do some, uh, I guess we'll, we'll talk about some, uh, AEW full gear. That's, that's what we'll do next week and cover that. And I want to talk some old school wrestling next week, James. What do you think? Of course, you know, old school wrestling that paved the way for current wrestling. Current superstars got some influence from back in the day, you know, and full gears around the corner and, <laughs> AEW is not going to disappoint us. So that's right, man. Well, I got an idea. One year ago today, we created a thing of the best match of 1997. And we did best match of 97. We did best match of 98 when it was uh, WWF. Why don't we kick it old school and do the best match of 97 for WCW? What do you think? I'm down for that. WCW was the modern day back in the day of AEW. So let's throw it back to the old school days when wrestling was badass. Not saying that it's not now, but WCW. When wrestling fans had some balls and they weren't a bunch of pussies. Go ahead and say it, James. Go yeah. ahead and say it. I yeah, feel you, brother. Snowflakes, you know, the whole Twitter community, Facebook, Instagram. We need to 
we need to quit being, you know, crybabies crying about the little things. We, we need, need to, to do better, wrestling community. You need to do better. Exactly. You. I'm doing great. You need to do better. Mm-hmm. Man. I the, hate the, social media sometimes. They're just too over-exaggerating. Yeah, it's 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 getting ridiculous. But we got to rely on social media for this one. It's so, a uh, story, so. <laughs> we are going to post on Facebook and Instagram what you think the best match of 1997 was for WCW. We're going to put it to a vote. The winner will be talked about next week on the podcast and possibly a watch along to that match. What do you think, James? I'm down for that. You know, having watched WCW in a good while, especially 99, um, you know. But well, we ain't watching 90. We're talking 97. 97, my mistake. You know, just the just the 90s in general, dude. That was that was wrestling. There was a lot. What we'll do, what we'll do is the best match in 97, and then the following week, the best match in 98 for WCW, and then we can move on to 1999 for WWF mm-hmm. and WCW. Yes, um, that'll be a lot of fun. I can't wait to do that, man. I like watching wrestling in the nineties. Um, matches weren't as good as what you're going to see on AEW today. So Not every match is going to be, you know, backflips, tope, but you also don't, but you also don't see no good punches like you did in the nineties. You don't see no good selling like you did in the nineties. So there's a lot of things that I like personally better in the 90s not many acro- not you know not many uh acrobatic stuff in the ring just like brawling you know and people actually selling the finisher not taking like four bumps and somehow kicking out yeah it seemed like a fight to me man i enjoyed that uh you know it it was very john moxley ish i would shout out to way. john moxley man yep john moxley uh we wish best wishes to you dude so what uh I know by the time this is released, um, full gear will already be done and over with. But this is Monday, you know, the Monday before full gear that we're recording this. What match are you looking forward to the most at full gear? You know, full gear, like AEW just planned so many matches. Um, you know, there's just so much to 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 really look at it and say what is the best match on the card that's going to be very intriguing you know we might have different opinions on this um i'm gonna to have to look at the card one more time of course uh kenny um kenny omega versus and adam page um hmm i'm gonna to have to look at this one more time to see the card uh Lucha, Lucha Bros versus uh, FTR. That'd be good. You know, it's going to be a clash of styles, man. I'm, I, I mean, the Lucha Bros versus FTR. That's a good one. Um, I feel like we already know what's going to happen in the Hangman Adam Page match versus Kenny Omega. You know, I, I want to say he's going to win the title, but I'm kind of swerving, thinking they're going to push it, and he's not going. You know win. what? If he loses, I will be so fucking happy. And and I'll tell you why. Because everybody is going to cry on toxic Twitter and I'm going to just like every single post that I see people crying. I mean, <laughs> you will me, see the pro wrestling shoot liking all of your shit. 
And that means that we're laughing at you because AEW finally did something right and they drew some fucking heat. Like that is what I'm looking for, man. Draw some heat with this match. I still think that we're going to get, I think we're going to get Bray Wyatt at, at full gear. So I guess we'll see. Um, I don't know, man. We'll have to we'll have to wait I mean, and see. I think you, I think Bray Wyatt, it, if 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 you have him come in, it's gonna be and in, in that Adam Hangman Page match, and it's gonna I'm, be to fuck over Adam Hangman Page. It could be, you know, I could see some interference happening, you know, in the match. Um, I don't know. Spoiler: maybe maybe the dark or maybe the Bray comes out. We don't know, and the dark order's behind it. Yeah, that's what I'm know. saying. It, it, um, if they were smart, they would do something like that. But I'll tell you exactly what Tony Khan's going to do. He's going to send the fucking fans home happy. Adam Hangman Page is going to win the title. And everybody's going to go have a beer after work. And that's exactly what's going to happen, dude. Um, and to me, that is no better than anything that WWE is doing currently. Because we expect that to happen. So I don't know, man. It, I I think that maybe you keep it on Omega a little bit, and then uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe have Brian Danielson challenge for the title and him beat Omega. That, that's what I'm thinking. I think Danielson is going to win against Miro, um, unless somebody gets involved. You know. I'm still kind of waiting until they do something like big. I think Danielson versus Omega is the best match to book right now. And I'll tell you why. Because then if Adam Hangman Page beats Brian Danielson, then you still have that long-ass buildup with Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page later on. Maybe one of them gets the title. um, And then, you know what I mean? Because Adam Hangman Page has not beaten Kenny Omega yet. So that could be a very, very long-term booking I situation. Just, no, I think you're. You know, um, I don't know if they would. I don't know if they would have Brian Danielson losing Adam Page. I just don't see it yet. Maybe they'll have like a best of three or something like that. I don't. I don't think that that'll happen right away. If I, I mean, if Adam um, Hangman Page just loses this match, which I don't fucking think he's gonna. But if he does, then. Uh, you obviously ain't going to give him a title shot right the, away, the right? Mystery, he's going to have to work his mystery, way back up. The mystery, man, is going to be MJF of what they do with him. I think he's going to beat Darby. I think so, too. I think he's going to beat Darby. Um, and then I don't know where you go with MJF. I mean, eventually you're going to have to put him up there. He hasn't, unless you have him challenge maybe Sammy for the TNT title, um, which, you know, you Sammy is... You know, I guess the matches intrigue me. You know, I that's mean, the thing. That's the thing, too, is the TNT title, in my mind, they've done such a good job with that I feel like it has just as much prestige as that world title that they have. It is not your normal secondary title. Yeah. I don't know if you get that vibe from the yeah, TNT it's not title. Like a I, I, I mean, it's. It's like a little higher than mid card, if you will. It's not like a U.S. title. It's not like an intercontinental. It's I feel just, like it's just as important because now you're representing the brand of, of it's like a TV Turner title, Network in a way. It's like a TV yeah. title, and that you're was very you're important. representing the brand with that title. You know, yeah. Um, so I think MJF going for the would, the TNT title would be poetry in motion. 
the Kenny Omega and Hangman patches, um, Hangman Adam Page match is interesting. Um, Britt Baker and Ty Conti is going to deliver. Brian Dennison and Miro, well, they've had fantastic matches back in WWE. I will be shocked if Bray, if uh, Britt Baker and, and Ty Conti deliver. <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you that you know, right now. I, you know, that's what I thought with Ty Conti and NXT, and they grabbed her, and I thought it was a good, perfect person to grab. Um, you know, I was thinking the thing, same thing when it was her and Ruby Soho, and they actually delivered. So, is this the um, is that the only women's match that we're getting on the card? I believe so. I don't know if there's anything for the TBS like tournament going on. Um, I mean, there's a couple matches on here that are interesting. The Inner Circle versus the Man of the Year in America's Top Team. Um, see how that goes. Um, Christian Cage and Jurassic Park versus a Super Clip. Well, today. shit, now that you're doing a prediction show, we might as well drop this show on a Friday. What do you think? <laughs> we'll this drop, it just, drop man, our this prediction card, show this, early. This, this card is very stacked. I mean, you know, obviously Christian Cage and Jurassic Express against the Super Click, that's already drew some heat, you know, with both teams. The storyline is there, you know, you, and you have them going in a street fight. That's very good. Um, obviously, Punk and Eddie Kingston are building it up. I'm going to be rooting for Eddie Kingston on that one. Um, Darby versus um, I don't think that. Okay, so do you think Eddie Kingston's actually taking that? Because I don't. No, I don't think he is. So who do you think is going to beat Punk? Who do you think is going to be the one to beat CM Punk? I still say it. I still say it's going to be MJF. Because this guy claims he's out here putting people over, and he hasn't fucking put over a single person. He's I beat think everybody. MJF, MJF, I feel like is going to be the one because they're going to have that. That feud. would be poetry in motion for and me. And look, and, and if if Eddie Kingston can't light a fire on his ass, MJF will because the scum of the earth will deliver. That dude is a is a certified piece of shit. And he's very so. Good I at guarantee it, so. he can. Possibly, if anybody is going to push Punk to that promo level that we want him at, it is going to be it is going to be fucking MJF. I'll tell you that. I much. mean, could you imagine M- MJF going off and practically bringing up, you know, AJ Lee on the T on TNT? I mean, he's name dropping Bruce Pritchard for God's sakes. He's you know going back on Darby's uncle that you know that horrific scene. Um, yeah. I'm kind of interested, and I'm kind of interesting of where's MJF and Darby going to go. I think MJF's going to get the win. Where do you go with Darby? Where do you go with Sting on this? Um, Lucha Butters, I think, are going to retain. I think that's probably going to be to me. That's probably the most obvious one. I think they're okay. going to go over. Lucha Bros, um, I do believe will keep the titles. If FTR wins, I'll be happy too. I mean, I, I. I'm happy with to me Lucha Bros. They're you know they're my I'd have to put them up there with my favorite wrestlers currently that I feel like are two of the best in the world uh, to watch for me personally. They're a great tag team, and you could do it's, them as a single run. It's it's definitely arguable, but I mean, um, I mean, my favorite wrestler is Brian Danielson. That's 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 never going to change. Brian Danielson is my favorite wrestler, so I can't wait to see him in action. I think him versus Miro seems a little fucking boring to me, considering that they've worked together. Haven't they worked together in WWE? They, they did, and I thought they delivered a good match. You know, did I mean, they? They did. Okay, because I can't remember it. I mean, hey, you. If you, now that you think about it, Kip Sabian could return. 
we have not seen them on TV. You know, I don't know if they're going to do that interference and let, you know, um, let them go over. Brian Dennison let him go over with um, Kip saving interference or something, but you know we haven't seen Kip and we haven't seen him in a while, so maybe that's their way of drawing him back. I don't know how they're gonna go with this. Um, it, it's kind of interesting how you could put this. I mean, I feel like there's gonna be a three-way match. Like, I don't think they're gonna push it right away. Of Kenny, you know, losing the title, and then you have Hangman Page going against Brian Danielson. Um, I could see a three-way occurring before they do a one-on-one between Danielson and... Uh, well, I definitely Hayden. think that Danielson's taking that match, so that's my prediction on that. I think Danielson's taking it. I think Hangman Adam Page is going to win the world title. I think that Britt Baker is retaining the title. I think that the Lucha Bros will probably retain the titles against FTR. Um, I definitely think CM Punk is beating Eddie Kingston, and I think MJF's going over on Darby Allen. What do you think is going to happen with the Super Click versus Jungle Boy, Lucha, Soros, and Christian Cage? I think Cage and Jurassic Express are going to go over. I think they've won every. I think the Super Click has won every match um, that they fought in. That I can that I could be mistaken. I think they're going to get that street fight in them. Um, it's going to go crazy. I mean, you got the Bucks in there. You got Adam Cole, um, Adam Cole. You know, Jurassic Express. Well, they can deliver Jungle Boy. What an awesome ass athlete. Christian Cage, well, he's doing his worth, you know. Um, he's busting his ass off. Even Luchasaurus. Um, maybe something's gonna be in there with a Marco stunt. But they're gonna deliver. They're gonna they're gonna do a street fight. It's gonna go out to the streets. You know. Yeah. Um I, I, I think that you're right. I think Jungle Boy Luchasaurus and uh Christian Cage will go over in that match. We also have uh, the Minneapolis street fight between Inner Circle and uh, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and American Top Team. Um, I'm going to say it because I, once again, predictable for me. Um, I would say that uh, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and American Top Team are going to take this because it just seems like the right thing to do. They're trying to push these guys to be dominant heels, and American Top Team is supposed to be dominant. I don't see I don't see Inner Circle winning this match. I think this is going to lead to a blood and guts down the road. Um, then Inner, Inner Circle will probably take the win, but as as of right now, I don't see Inner Circle taking this match. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see Inner Circle getting the win. I think they're going to put over Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, and uh, the rest of them. Obviously, Page Van Sant's going to get involved. You know. Um, I think it's Junior Dos Santos, Masvidal. Um, I can't remember who else was on America's Top Team. Um, you know, but and they're gonna put them over, and it's gonna be a very good match. It's gonna be similar to when they had the Stadium Stampede. That's what I'm seeing out of this. Do you think so? Like, you think it's gonna be like a pre-recorded type deal? Not pre-recorded, but like a couple scenes that I think are gonna be recorded. I think they're gonna start brawling. Inside the ring, it's going to go outside, and then maybe get some pre-recording stuff. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Well, that that wraps it up for our predictions, man. Uh, I don't know how in the fuck we ended up doing a prediction show on this, but just because we did that, now we are dropping an early podcast for you guys. Um, I did not intend this. This was totally not 
in the schedule to talk about, but we just talked about it. I think just the depression from Chris Williams coming on and doing his bullshit. Just I needed something a little more positive to talk about, and AEW kind of makes me happy sometimes. I mean, they fuck up a lot of shit, but at the same time, they're the best wrestling company to me on television right now, and uh, I really enjoy most of the stuff they do. There's just some stuff they drop the ball on, and I don't. I'm not scared to call it out, man. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be one of those fans that thinks that AEW can do no wrong. When they fuck up, I'm gonna I'm gonna call that shit out. I don't care. That's just that's just on us, man. We're we're here to shoot. I'm not gonna beat around the bush with you guys. I'm not gonna kiss everybody's ass when WWE does something good. I'll call it out. Yeah, I say, hey, they did a good job. You know, we're not but, gonna be AEW stands and marks over it. Like, is it good product? We enjoy it more. But when WWE does something good, of course we're gonna acknowledge it. If if same vice versa, if one company has a fuck up. Same with the other. They're going to get called out regardless. You know, Twitter's going to just roll around on it, and that's just how they are. So here, on that note, you guys can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Pro Wrestling Shoot. Follow us on Twitter at TPWS Podcast. Go buy some merch from us, guys. Support the cause. We're not going to do no Patreon for a long time. I feel like uh, we, we used to have a Patreon. We set it aside and canceled it. Um, it's just, uh, you know, I don't have enough extra content at the time to be pushing on, on Patreon. And if somebody's paying me for a Patreon, I want to make sure they're getting their money's worth. And that's what I've done with this merch. So anything that you buy from us is going to be great quality, great designs. Um, the designs will keep flowing. So, um, I, I'm a very creative person and I get bored very easy with some of the designs. So I'm going to continue to push more designs out there. We have everything from everything that you love from this show, man. We got a botch of the week shirt. So if you love the botch of the week segments, we have a shirt for you. You love the dirt with James Bernard Jr. We have a shirt for you. If you love our old logo, which I'm wearing now, and you could have seen on the YouTube, uh, the YouTube side of this podcast, um, the video on YouTube, by the way, follow our fucking YouTube. If you're not already at the pro wrestling shoot and subscribe to that shit, because there's a lot of hard work going to be put into that. And we're going to be posting some shit, some controversial shit. I'm not going to save all the controversial for the, for the audio. I'm going to try to piss some people off on YouTube too. So tune in for that. And if you've seen the YouTube video already, then you already seen the shirt that I'm wearing currently, or well, sweatshirt that I'm wearing currently. And that is our old logo. Um, one of my, our first designs and I'm very happy with it and I still stick by it to this day. And I still think it's very relevant to us. Very rock and roll style logo. Um, I love it, but then I created the new logo and I just feel like it represents our brand a lot better. It looks, it looks a little more professional, whatever the case is, (laughs) it's just something about it that just makes it pop to me. But um, yeah, go to brainbustertees.com slash other slash or sorry, slash other dash pro dash wrestling dash shoot. And uh, yeah, go buy our merch, man. Go check out everything that we got. We got everything that you could possibly want on there. T-shirts, hoodies, joggers, hats, dad hats. We have <laughs> we have um, everything. So go check it out, man. Some cool shit. And on that note. I'm going to leave this for the Twitter folks. If you are on Twitter and you follow us and you are a podcast, don't expect me 
to like and retweet your shit if you ain't doing the same for us. Because I only support real motherfuckers. So if you're real and you want to help us, we will help you. But until then, don't expect anybody to fucking help you from another podcast if you ain't out there retweeting our shit as well. Support and love each other, guys. That We're all in the same game. We're all in the podcast game. We're all showing some love to each other. Continue to show that love. Spread everybody's fucking message. We all love professional wrestling. Take care of one another. I'm Jesse Carter. This is James Pernard Jr. And we will see you next week. And next week we will cover AEW full gear and the full results. Take it easy. Hello? What's up, man? What's going on? Yeah, I got... I got... I got your voicemail, man. I just, I just want to say, um, from the bottom of my heart, dude, I apologize for everything that's going on. That son of a bitch, Chris Williams, man, is just real convincing, and he's he he's broken into our podcast week in and week out without us realizing it was him. And I shouldn't have put you through that, man. You're a good friend of mine. You've helped me out countless times, and you've always been there for the podcast. I just, I, I just, I, I don't have any other words to say, man. I just want to let you know I'm sorry. You, you can't let Chris get to you, man. He's egotistical. We've known him for years. You know how he is. He could be a dirtbag. You know, he's not going to break up what we busted our ass on. I'm not going to allow that to happen. You know, we've been bros for years and years you know and they have it you know go through this spiraling conflict of who the hell's sending all this to be in this pos doing all this crap you know you, you got to have better judgment man we, we can't go through this again yeah no i understand man but some, something's got to be done about this guy i don't uh i don't know what's going on but we're going to get to the bottom of this I just, I just miss, miss, you know, I was really excited that we, we got, you know, cut this cool podcasting deal with, uh, you know, the, N, the MW label and I, I just miss it the way things were, man. I miss being independent. I miss having full control over my editing ability and just being total DIY, man. Um, this, maybe this podcast network wasn't the best thing. You know, it must have been like a real, the light was showing on the other side and, you know, I think we need to go back to the old way. You know, I mean, literally our, one of our former members tried to screw us under. We just, we just got to find a way out of this contract, man. I don't, I don't know what else to do about it, but, oh, dude, sorry I put you through all this stuff. It's, this is ridiculous, man. Something's got to be done about that son of a bitch, Chris Williams. All I can say is let's just not go through this again. There's no reasoning for this. You know, it's it's too much for all of us. You know, we were going to end the podcast over this jackass, and we can't not allow that to happen. I'm I mean, with you 100%, man. Let's I mean, just... let's make it through 100 episodes, for God's sakes, without this clown coming oh, in. We're going we're gonna to make it. We're going to make it to 500 episodes and, and further. Um. 
I won't let anything get in the way of this again. And let's just do what we do best, man, and and continue to kick ass. Let's have a great show next week and keep giving the audience compelling, informative content. Let's just keep it going. Go back to the ways it used to be, you know, recording every week. I think what we need to do is do what we do best, and that's shoot on motherfuckers, man. We need to start that shoot. We need to to bring back the name, the pro wrestling shoot, and just do what we do best, man, and and piss people off, and... And, and tell people how it is. That's just what we're good at. And I understand it's not, you know, what everybody wanted to hear. I know the network wanted to, us to stick to a certain demographic. But I feel like I feel like we need to break out of these chains, man. Yeah, we're unfiltered. We're not, you know, we're not like that. We swear. We say F words. You know, we're not yes men. We need to get out of this contract do whatever we can this is ridiculous i mean we literally had a guy shoot on us we need to go back to the old style and you I know think next, let next us... week we'll, we'll go back to us and and just uh let cancel culture and everybody else know what what we really think about them yeah no no hiding feelings just say everything we feel and whether people like it or not hey the, the truth is going to come out all right james well i i, I you know, I appreciate you accepting my apology, dude, and let's let's continue to burn this motherfucker down, man. Yes, sir. Let's just not let's just not go through this again. Let's just that's the past. We're gonna just focus on what we're doing now and just let's just go through with it. You got it, man. Next week we're gonna kick their ass. You have a uh, great week, dude. You do the same. Bye. Later. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Show. Here we go again. This is the Pro Wrestling Show. Hey, what's up? This is your host, Jesse Carter. Pro Wrestling Show. It's about to get exciting.